How do you find the will to fight back against a world that wants to keep you sedated, average, and stuck in place? Join us for the tools and strategies you need to create a life of abundance, discipline, and high achievement. This, this is the Tactical Empire with Jeff Smith. Welcome to another episode of the Tactical Empire. I'm here with one of my favorite human beings on the planet, hardest working man in all of the U.S. auto industry, no question, and maybe any industry. My man, Scott Simons, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on, bro. I appreciate it. Hey, when you posted, I want, you know, who wants to come on my podcast? I was one of the first people to respond. I was like, bro, get me in there. Like, send me the link. I went on that podcast. But, uh, you know, I've got to meet you, you know, and your lovely family, your lovely wife uh, through Apex. And uh, as soon as I met y'all, like, those are my people. Like, as soon as I met you, I was like, that, that's th those are my people right there. So, uh, you know, I love the Smiths. And thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely, my man. Uh, we were actually just talking about that on the drive up to Fly and Friday last week uh, about our Top Golf outing yeah oh yeah yep yep you know you're always the new person in the room and uh it's kind of weird you know and I just you know because you don't really know anybody when you first walk in and obviously I knew Jeff from I knew some people from uh, Arte yeah but I just knew as soon as I went in you know uh following Ryan um and what he's built there at Apex I'm like man this is th this is home to me and uh man what a great journey it's been for the time I've been in you know for a year now seems like it's been in much longer than that and uh, all the relationships that I built, you know, I mean, I can name them all. Uh, yeah. that we're all now doing life together and, uh, you know, truly cheering each other on. You know, before I got on, you said, hey, bro, what, what can I do for you? You know, whatever my family can do, you know, we're, we're here. So uh, that's the type of rooms I want to be in. And, uh, yeah, so it, it's, been, it's been a great journey so far. And I can't wait to see where we all where we all end up on this never ending pursuit of being the best version of us, you know, it's no question. Ending. Yeah. You, you embody that though on a, on a regular basis. And, and I was talking to my wife about what we we're going to talk about on this podcast. And, uh, and, and one of the things I think that you're probably the best example in the world that I've ever seen is, is organic relationship marketing because and, and I spend so much time just in awe of, of you and what you've done. And I'm like, God damn, that's fucking brilliant. Because you sell cars in West Virginia, right? In the, in, in the, in, in the Western part of, of Virginia, but it's the same. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you. But okay, okay. It, yeah. Oh, the Western part of Virginia. Excuse me. Yeah. You grew up in West Virginia. That's right. Yes. That's right. Got you. Okay. Same difference. Okay. Yeah, but it, but – most people in that industry would think regionally and you do not think regionally and it has paid off for you in just absolute fucking spades. Like you are omnipresent in across industries everywhere. Like everyone I know knows you and knows what you do and knows that you're the go-to guy because if you need a vehicle, like Scott Simons can get it for you. Yeah, and, I, I pre yeah, I appreciate that. And I appreciate those kind words. And, uh, you know, um, years ago, 
I just like social media because I like be connect. I like to be connected with people, and I learn from people. You know, the Andy Frisellas, the Grant Cardones, uh, the Ed Milets, the uh, Ryan Stumans, and I analyze people and I look at, you know, how have they built what they built, and then I take each one of them, the David Goggins, and I, I've created me. Yeah, and I want to be me. Um, and you know, a lot of it came from my mother. My mother, you know, was Italian lady and she taught me a lot of really good rules in life and things that, you know, make sure you don't do anything to disrespect your name, our name in public, which, which I have, I'm not perfect. Um, be, be genuine, you know, your handshake means something. If you can help somebody help them, you know, and by studying other people and listening to podcasts and, and analyzing what they do. You know, and I think just showing up genuine, you know, um, I try to stay extremely positive on social media. Um, I let people look into my life, you know, to, to help know who I am and what I'm about, about my family. Um, and it's, you know, it's being consistent. You know, I've been doing this a long time. And uh, I just tell people, hey, if I, there's anything I could do to serve you, you know, let me know. You and I were just talking about before I came on your podcast about I just sold a Raptor. Yep. So you saw my post probably earlier. If you didn't, I posted, hey, and I made it, I made it, it was funny. You know, hey, I know this is not typically what I sell. And I did like roll my eyes up, but I got a friend <laughs> looking for a Raptor. And so some of the people joking in the, hey, well, you have a friend that likes Raptors? Well, you know, I've got that one. And they're like, well, you still going to be friends after the Raptor? Well, it all depends on if I can switch him to TRX or not. So, I, I, you know, comedy in it. Yep. And, you know, you got to entertain, educate, or keep people engaged, which we learn, you know, through Apex. And so made the post. I mean, I have been – all these people messaging me. I got this used one for 20000 over MSRP. Oh, I can order you one, but I don't know when you're going to get it. Or I can get you one, but it's thousands more. Yep. And then, you know, I was communicating with the with the gentleman, um, which is his uh, father-in-law is a really good customer of mine. I've never sold this gentleman a car, a truck. And, uh, of course, I try to switch him to TRX. He just doesn't want a TRX. And I said, hey, everybody makes mistakes every now and then. So uh, I found him one. Like, literally, right before you and I came on, gentleman yep. messaged me, goes, Scott. And this gentleman, he came by to shake my hand one day for being a good person. And so when I made that post, he offered me, not even, he offered a friend of mine, a Raptor that's going to be built and coming in at MSRP that saved that gentleman, probably $20,000. Yep. At least 10, at least a year or two wait. So I messaged him. I said, be very respectful. Thank this gentleman. Cause he did you a solid. Yep. And so I've already got the window sticker to it. I've already got them to communicating. And I said, you jump all over this and, you know, tell, you know, tell Carly, thank you very much. But, you know, in that situation, if you really sit and think about it, it probably took a good two hours of my time that I really don't have. But if I can help him, I'm going to help him. He'll never forget that. Right. He may not ever buy another car. He might not ever buy a car for me. But guess what he'll do? He'll hear someone talking and say, hey, I know a guy you need to call. You know, you need to call Scott. And, um, and it's also we're in very good uh, – we're, we're in very – the networks we're in are very supportive. You know, 
you put a post up, we're going to, we're going to support, share, whip that post, like that post, comment on that post. And that's building the tribe, but I've got to do it for others, right? Jeff, I've yeah. got to support you. If you're doing something and you're doing an event or uh, Kirsten, is, y'all are doing anything, I'm going to, I'm going to support it. And yeah. someone says your name, you know what? Those are amazing people. Hey, they're, they're going to, they're going to help me with this or, He's going to, you know, teach about real estate, um, whatever the case may be, health, wealth, fitness, which y'all guys are all about. I mean, how y'all juggle those children and the businesses and everything y'all do is amazing, too. But you better bet you put something out there. I'm going to support you. You better bet our tribe gets nasty with one of us on social. They're going to get smacked around really <laughs> fast. Um, and that's the way life should be, right? I mean, 100%. We're either all in, you know, I tell you, we're either all in or we're not. And I don't mean that, like, you know, we have to also sometimes move on from people. Don't mean they have to be enemies. Yep. That just means you're just no longer in my circle. I wish you nothing but the best. If you call me, text me, I'm going to answer. But I'm not going to ask you out to dinner, maybe a couple beers or to go meet for early work, early morning workout if I'm hanging out around y'all too. I saw y'all <laughs> saw me at the last flyer Friday too. Y'all called me. I was putting a donut in my mouth. I look up there and saw y'all two working out. Someone snapped a picture and sent it to you. I'm like, thanks, guys. I mean, appreciate that. You know, they're up there looking all buff. You know, summer's coming up, and I'm sitting there pounding the donut, you know. <laughs> Tyler mate, caught you on video. That was yeah, amazing. Man, you know, but, hey, you know, we also bust some balls, too. So, hey, I, I, can, I, I, can, I can dig it, man. I can dig it. I like a good laugh. 100%. And, it, I mean, that's what's so fun about – getting to do life in, in the circles that we get to run in, because I, I truly think that like I, I follow you and aspire to move at the, the energy levels that you move at, man. Cause like you, like I said before, the thing that I wanted to talk to you about was like your organic relationship marketing and, and what you just described was exactly what you do, but you do that shit over and over and over again, just consistently for everybody. I know people that you've loaned bridge loans to let them get into their houses. You are just like, and there's countless examples of you doing that and serving others. And I mean, you are just the realest human being there is. and, And that's what exudes from you. And I think that that's probably what brings all of us together. And like I think real identifies real or whatever that saying is real knows real. And like, and we're not perfect. We're not perfect. I mean, like, fuck, we've all made lots of mistakes and, and, and we still, we aspire to be better. And that's what brings us and draws us together because I see the work you're putting in and I hope you see the work I'm putting in. And like, that's, that's where that mutual respect comes from. And when I call you and say, Scott, I need something, you fucking know it's real. And if you call me the same way, like I'll be in Virginia tomorrow if you need me, like, or this afternoon, like, (laughs) I mean, that's just the way it is. That that's the way life should be. And where it went different than that, you know, I, I, I don't know. And I think it's because the way society has changed, you know, the participation trophies, you know, if you, if you want to be, you know, take up for your family or take up for your friends or be able to protect your family, then you're some, um, you know, animal or something. But, you know, um, 
that's the way it should be. You know, if you're, if we're friends, you should genuine friends, you should help somebody without expecting anything in return. That, yep. that wrapped the deal earlier. If nothing ever comes of that, guess what? I, I helped another human and I'm real big about karma and I'm real big about, you know, I tell people all the time, if your life's really fucked up, go take a look in the mirror, start right there. <laughs> and you know, you've been around those people that can't say they're sorry. Shit, I'll say I'm sorry in a heartbeat. I'm, I'm, I, I make mistakes. You know what I do? My wife will tell me, you're not really acting the way you you put out there today. Okay, well, tell me. You're being an asshole. Okay, well, I'm sorry. I've got a lot going on. Thank you for pointing it out to me. I apologize. I'll try not to be as much of an asshole. You know, <laughs> and I, you know yeah. we had those days, too. It's just... What you don't want is you don't want those people to know that you're having one of those days. They shouldn't be able to tell. But, I, you know, I truly believe you want to build that network that, yeah, help each other. And then it comes back to you. The problem is, you know, um, you don't have people that way. You have people right. that are out for themselves. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, we all need to look out for our families. But we can't win and doesn't require someone else to lose. Exactly. I think that, that happens. I think, you know, if someone can't, get something from you, then they have no other need, need for you. Um, and that, you know, that, that bothers me, but Hey, when they show you that, that's okay. Hey, no problem. Yeah. I see it. Your, your actions aren't, aren't matching up with your lips. It's okay. I don't need any enemies. You know, my block list on Facebook is about 500, but now I've got a thousand friends requests and I'm at my max. Yeah. You know, what I do is I go through and if you spew hate, I mean, if you're a friend, I may you know, hey, Jeff, you know, I'm not really vibing with, uh, I, you know, I don't really appreciate this negative attitude you got. Well, F you or whatever. Okay, well, you're gone. You know, hey, no problem. I just thought I'd let you know. I don't, you know, I've had conversations with people, Jeff, employees. I've got about 175 right now in the car dealerships. And I've had people sit down with them and say, hey, has anybody ever told you you're negative? And I remember one guy I was like, I took a gun out and shot him. He was like, oh, what do you mean? What do you mean I'm negative? I said, no one's ever said anything to you. No. I said, well, I apologize. No one's cared enough to say anything, but I want you to do me a favor. Over the next 24 hours, 48 hours, if it's negative in your mind, don't say it in your lips. Don't say it. And I want you to see how less you talk. And then I want you to come back and meet with me. Tell me, am I right or wrong? And you're probably going to be more cognizant. So your number's going to be down. He came back to me about three days later. And he goes, I, I apologize. He said, you're, you're right. I said, well, only you can change it. You know, I said, I'm only going to tell you because I care. And how many times do people have those conversations with us and people get butthurt because you people were honest with you? Um, but no, it's, yeah. it, you know, it's um, I, I've been very fortunate. I've been really fortunate with the people that I'm around. I, I will help people if I can. I can't help everybody. Um, and it's burned me some. You know, I've got people that have owed me money and haven't paid me back. And, uh, and, and I forgave them, you know, I've, I've, I, yeah. they, they, they own space in my mind. And now I'm fortunate enough. I could kind of look back and laugh and I've looked and saw how their world's turned out where I'm yeah. at and man, their, their world is completely screwed up. I mean, probably because I, they weren't Go ahead. They're not good people. Um, yeah. So yeah. no, I, I appreciate all those kind words. I really do. And, and I agree with you 100% that you're, I mean, you're really making deposits in the universe. 
and or or God or whoever, whatever you believe in specifically is exactly what you're talking about. And the ROI that you're getting is because you're you're putting good out to the world. And so what you receive in return is reciprocal to that, right? I, I believe that a hundred percent. And even if it's like, even if you get screwed over, cause I've, I've had a rough go of it the last two years, I've gotten sued twice and lost and fucking had a bunch of money stolen from me on some different things, um, similar situations, but like, I mean, you can't hold animosity in your heart for that. It, like, I think I'm, I'm a huge believer of that life's too short. It's only going to stress me out and give me cancer. It's not going to affect them at all. <laughs> like, so that's like that. That's their situation that they've got to deal with. And and I I believe that stuff in, in at my core. And I believe that every day you get up and you live with intention. And like if you're putting good out to the universe, even like you said, I mean, I get funks and things like that. And Kirsten does a great job of calling me out on it. She's like, "You're being a fucking asshole," and I'm like, "Oh." You're right. I don't know why I can't snap out of this, but like awareness is the key, right? Like, and, and then you can fix yourself and self-correct. I talked to my groups in my mastermind about how, like, as you level up your relationships and your values, like you identify more and more of who you are, but your circle gets tighter and tighter and it's harder and harder to find people. So like, it, it doesn't take very long in business before you become just a little bit successful until you alienate yourself locally. It is as as interconnected as we are on like social and everything else. Like you have to seek out these relationships of people that share your values and it works in like concentric circles, like who stays in the game 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, like, and people start to drop off and like, you have to seek out your tribe and like, continue to, to go up in the levels with those people. I feel like, cause you've seen it in Arte, you see it in apex, like whoever was in Arte five years ago, it may not be there. Right. There's a hundred people that are like your core group of people in there. No, it's so totally true. And, and, you know, you want to be, I, I want to be in a group where, um, like I'll give you an example. We're in, um, 20 groups where the dealerships are in a group of dealers throughout the country and you rank based on your net profit per sales. Well, when I enter a group, I don't want to be number one. I want to be at the, I want to be at the bottom surrounded by people that are better than me. Then I can learn, Hey Jeff, what are you doing in your new car department, used car department service and parts that I can learn from you? I don't want to be number one. I want to be down here, but I want the people that are up there to, to kick ass. Yeah. And that's the same thing that we do is, um, is get in those groups, build those relationships and learn. Like a lot of times I'm sitting there at Apex or even any of the conferences I go to, even if I'm speaking, I'm staying the whole time and I'm sitting on the front row. Even if I'm speaking, you know, speakers come in, they speak like I'm, I'm going to speak at Stacey Rasky's event, which I'm on her board on Friday. Mm -hmm. I'll be there sitting on the front row, but, but you know, and taking notes as long as she'll allow me to sit up there because I don't want to take someone's VIP seat, but I will be sitting up there. And when I go to Apex, you notice I'm typically sitting in the very beginning, the very yep. front, because I want to sit there and take notes because uh, I'm, there, I'm there to learn. I'm a student. I'm, it's a never-ending, you know, being wired the way we're wired. We thought growing up that 
there was something wrong with it. So they put us on ADHD, ADHD medicine, or they just spanked us a lot. That's what I got spanked a lot. I got spanked by my kindergarten teacher, Miss Krause. She, she, she spanked me in kindergarten, first grade, and third grade. And then I skipped school between middle school and high school. And my dad spanked me. The principal spanked me because he told me not to do it. And I said, everybody else was doing it. He spanked me. My teacher spanked me. And the principal spanked me. So I got spanked a lot. Um, and, and, you know, we're labeled this way. Like a high producer has trouble relaxing. Don't mean I'm weird. Don't mean that people that like to relax can't produce. It's just we're at different levels. So if you said, Scott, let's you and I go fishing. Well, <laughs> are we out in the middle of an ocean on a boat going fast to go get it? We're going to hook something that's going to, or are we going to troll? Or are you and I going to go in a river and like go bass fishing or trout fishing? I ain't going. You want to go hunting? Are we going to use dogs and chase a bear down? Are we going to do something exciting? Are we going to back up a pickup truck on maybe private property with the spotlight? That might be cool, but I ain't going to go sit up in the woods, freeze my balls off to hunt. I'm just not going to do it. Um, if you say, Scott, let's go lay on the beach. My wife says that. She loves that. I don't. I'm going to hang out there for a little while. I'm going to sneak my iPad down. When she looks the other way, I'm going to pull that thing out. I'm going to start looking at local real estate. It's just the way that I'm wired. But the good thing about it is when you're around people that get you and they accept you for who you are, she don't try to change me. I don't try to change her. So I surround myself with people that are wired that way. Like if I sit around, I'm not doing something. I get anxious. Like I got, I got to do something typically in the advancement of building relationships, possible partnerships, um, that's what really excites me is the thrill of that selling cars, taking care of customers like this challenge on this Raptor. I solved a puzzle today and not a lot of people would have took time and posted that to sell someone a truck yeah. from about them. But that's this part of, of what I do. Um, but anyway, yeah, getting surround yourself with those people that are going to push you to be the best version of you and being on this never ending pursuit of, trying to be the best version of us, like Ed Milet talks about. I'm never going to get to that person that God envisioned me to be or my mom envisioned me to be this, this you know, all-star quarterback, president of the United States, whatever the case may be, I'll never get there. But and, and I'll never get there. But it's the challenge of trying to get there. So sometimes when you sit and think about it, it, goes, it never ends. Well, if I want to be the best version of me and you want to be the best version of you, it's a never-ending process. Knowing I fail often, but I, I get back up and I get back up and I go back out. And, uh, you know, I want people to, I'm not going to be here forever. I want people to sit and say, hey, you know what I know? Scott Simon's guy, you know, he may have been a little bit crazy, um, you know, but but he was a good guy, you know, and and, uh, and he did good by people. So when people say my name after I'm gone, I, you know, I just want them to say, you know, nice things. And I, I truly care about that. So I try to live through that while I'm while I'm here and impact other people. Um, and we'll see, you know, we'll see. It's, it's not I'm not done yet. So we'll see what happens. Let's talk about uh, your <laughs> your every morning hosting that you did on Clubhouse. How long did you guys do that? And what was the intention originally behind that? Because you got roped in with some like celebrities on yeah. there. Yeah. So. There's a friend of mine named Glenn Lundy, 
Glenn Lundy years ago, and I'll show you how, uh, I'll explain how loyal I am. I'm loyal to people until they give me a reason not to. Um, and Glenn Lundy years ago, he was a gentleman that ran a car dealership in Kentucky. Population of Paris, Kentucky is 9,000. They sold 1,000 a month. I was in a 20 group meeting near him and I reached out to him and said, hey, Glenn, would you come speak to our 20 group? I mean, how did you go from selling 150 cars to 1,000? He said, yeah, absolutely. He goes, I don't really know what you're asking me to do, but yeah, I'll do it. So he came and spoke. Since then, we became friends. Glenn started this morning show called Rise and Grind. He, for a thousand episodes, Monday through Friday, he went live with a message on Facebook at 530. So from there, he from, from the original, we became friends. He started this Rise and Grind, asked me if I would show up and support him. He was live in his closet of his house. He's got like six, seven kids. And his wife was like, go in the closet. We don't want to hear you. So I said, yeah, you did a favor for me. I'll do a favor from you, for, for you. So from there, he had me on as a guest. Clubhouse came along. No, right when COVID was, you know, first starting, this app came about. We didn't know what was going on. I mean, the damn media had people dying in streets. And, you know, not, not that people didn't get hurt through this and people didn't lose their life. But, you know, we all know that the media is, you know, a lot of them, you can't really believe what you see on there. That's why I don't really right. watch the news. I get my news right. independent sources. But anyway, so he said, hey, we're going to do this thing called Clubhouse. Would you come join us? Well, next thing I know, we started this club uh, called Breakfast with Champions. From there, from getting on there, just Breakfast Champions, to we have a, you know, uh, 100,000, 125,000 members. I've got like 38,000 followers, and you have segments. So, like, you'd have a segment at 5 a.m. on Monday. Well, I was on there like four or five times a week, 30-minute segment, hour segment. I'm still on. My segment is on Friday mornings at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for an hour. And I use it kind of like a podcast. So I invite people on. I had Adam Smith on. I had um, a bunch of people. I have to have you on. It's, it's a lot of fun. And they record it. So you'll have, a you know, two to 500 people in there listening. Then they record it and they upload it to their podcast. And then you can go reference me and the guests. And, you know, I tell you, I met a lot of wonderful people there. A lot yeah. of people. I've had Ryan Steumann on, had Grant Cardone on. You know, of course, Grant's uh, a friend of mine. I'm an investor with him. But, yeah, and it was good for me. I mean, I've, I've had conversations with Tiffany Haddish, the actress, and she has five million followers. And, you know, uh, it was good because it helped me practice speaking, too. Right. You're on the audio app for hours, sometimes with some controversy, sometimes with some debating. Um, it, it, it sharpened me. It, it, it helped me uh, speak. You know, I've got a Southern hillbilly twang. So most time when they meet with, with me, they think I'm some dumb, educated redneck. And, uh, and I kind of like playing that role of the old, you know, Beverly Hillbillies role. But, uh, you know, but so it was good for me and it helped, you know, helped me meet a lot of amazing people. And it came in a time when there was a lot of uncertainty in this world, yep. you know, a lot. So, yeah, yep. so I spent a lot of time on Clubhouse. I was on a morning show called Rise and Grind that we brought back. I was on there Monday through Friday from about 5.30 to 7, something like that, every single day for about six weeks. But I've been on it consistent, and uh, you know, it was, Jeff, it was good to me. I met a lot of good people on there. Yeah, yeah, it was incredible to watch. Like I said, your work, your work ethic, it's showing up every morning. I know that you – I mean, we'd be in hotels – 
up in Dallas and stuff. And I, I know you'd hop on there at 5 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. After being out late doing things. Yeah. yeah. So. There's sometimes <laughs> that you hear it in my voice. Uh, and I'm working on that. You and I talked about that. I'm working on getting better about traveling and, um, and taking, you know, being more of a routine here when I'm in Virginia, I'm a, I'm a robot. I'm a machine. Like I jump, get up, do this. You know, I'm up at about four o'clock every day. Uh, I give it all I got to about eight thirty nine. get to bed fairly early up. Oh, it's like groundhog day up again. Here we go. You know, I play a lot of racquetball. I hurt my left shoulder. It's feeling much better. I'm starting to lift weights again. Um, I've been taking some boxing lessons with my son. My son's doing boxing. He's doing wrestling and playing football. Um, Love it. It's been great for him. Uh, we just finished up our first event, the Savage Initiative with, uh, with Adam Smith, which is a great friend of mine. And uh, I got humbled. I know you were, you were in the military, which I respect all the brave men and women that were in the military and everything that they did. I think any citizen, the proud American, feel, I feel guilt for never serving. So I admire and respect anybody that's ever went and put on that uniform to serve our country. And uh, when we did that event, man, I was humbled. There's different levels to toughness. There's different levels to training. And uh, I thought I was fairly tough. I got a long way to go, bro, to, uh, <laughs> to, to be able to defend my family in a proper way. And uh, like I was explaining to you earlier, my neck was hurting and my Adam's apple was hurt for me. It choked so many times by people who knew what they were doing. Yeah. Pushing yourself out to be uncomfortable, you know? Um, I, you know, I've always been, wanted to take boxing lessons. Well, I waited till I'm almost 50. You know, I wanted to do some type of training where I trained on guns and self-defense. I'm almost 50. I finally got it done. And you know this, as we get older, time flies faster and faster and faster. Yep. So I told you we were doing our first event and we waited for the perfect time. No, we should have done that a year ago. You know, yep. we should've, I should have found Adam before that. Um, I had a vision. And so, you know, just don't, you know, people that are listening, don't wait for the perfect time. There's no such thing. And after we had the event, I'm sitting there thinking all the mistakes I made and they're raving about it. They're like, when's the next one? How can we stay connected to y'all two guys? What, what's next? And we're like, we don't know. <laughs> We, this is our first event. We had to make sure that we had a good service that provided value. If it doesn't provide value, I'm not, I'm not interested in pursuing it. Yep. You know, we, we invited people that we knew would give us honest feedback and we took notes and going to get more information from them and make some adjustments, but man, in, inactivity and, and not taking that leap and not taking that plunge, man, kills more dreams than anything. And I trust me, I, at the end of our life, we don't regret what we accomplished. We regret what we didn't accomplish. And I want that list to be small. Yep. So. We paralyze ourselves, though, with perfection. And, like, it's really just like anything else, right? Just start. Like, the journey of a million miles starts with one step, right? And if so. You, if you come at it from a genuine heart and you're not there just to make money. Yeah. Um, you know, people showed up, we gave them headphones. We gave them all sorts of stuff that wasn't in the budget. We didn't make the margin. We didn't make the net that we thought we would, but it's okay. It's yeah. okay. It, 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 we didn't do it for the money. Obviously, everybody wants to be compensated for our time. Right. Fairly. 
but if I don't provide value and provide a good product or service, then, I, you know, that would have been the one and only one we did. Yeah. You have to understand though, like where, where that ripple effect even goes to, like, I mean, you, you might be changing lives and changing the outcomes of future situations. Um, so like, I mean, there, there is being in special operations. I understand what you guys were doing, but I also understand the hardening of the process that happens. Like, you get punched in the face for the first time and it's uncomfortable. You get punched in the face for the 5,000th time and you are ready to continue your mission. And, and it's not, it doesn't throw you off as well as at all at that point. Like you become conditioned for these situations so that you can move with clear headed thoughts, right? And, and we lose that edge in the civilian world. Because we, we lose our situational awareness. We lose all of it. Like, because, I mean, you look at all the things going on in the world right now, people coming and assaulting people in parking lots, shit like that, stealing their watches, doing all kinds of stuff. I mean, you, everybody's seen the videos in California. If you're driving a high-end car, they're coming to rip your watch off your arm while you've got your window down, shit like that. People don't pay attention to that stuff. And then they definitely don't know how to react in those situations. So for, for the common people out there that aren't professionally trained in like, like Adam has 17 years of experience in special forces. And so like those guys that haven't been government trained, any type of training you can get is getting you closer to a better result. So like when you say my event wasn't everything I fucking thought it was, you're dealing with, I don't know how many people you have there, 30, 30 people that don't know a bullet hole from their hole in their ass. So like yeah. you, you are fixing <laughs> yeah. like the level of service that you provided, even though you probably wanted it to be somewhere else. I, I think that the people were probably far more appreciative than you actually are giving yourself credit for because of the standard that you set for yourself. Like you don't know you don't know the situations that you potentially could have changed while men and women are out in their regular communities and their level of awareness, their level of reaction. Like people just don't understand that. And and so like the good that those type of courses provide, I mean, I think everybody should be trained like that. Men, women, children over 12. Like it, part of our obligation as a citizen of this society is, is having an awareness and an aptitude to, to take care of our communities. And, and it's become a, a taboo thing. And the longer that you let it drag on where people don't have a level of comfort, they, they, they become it be, the barrier to, to signing up for a course like that just grows exponentially. Oh, for sure. We, we had a police officer come speak, which I back the blue and, you know, big supporter of police. I was on a, the sheriff's department as, a, you know, as a reserve deputy um, up until recently, you know, sheriff is elected position. So once the new sheriff came in, you know, everybody, they, they bring in their own team. But we had a, a part of the 
a, a police officer came and spoke and said, hey, listen, I commend y'all for doing this. I see the hard work you're putting in. I mean, it was rough. It was a rough couple of days. Um, very good training, but rough. But very, very challenging. And he said, look, I commend y'all because you know what? When we get the 911 call, most of the time when we get there, whatever's happens, happens. Some, you know, we can get there and prevent it if we can, but we're there a lot of times just for cleanup or the conclusion yeah. of what's already happened. And he said, so for, with law-abiding citizens practicing your Second Amendment, I, you know, I appreciate and, and respect y'all because there's a lot of people. I think there's a lot of people out there, Jeff, that are scared. They've never been taught any of these things. So guess what That's... they do? They cower down in their in their house, lock their doors, shut off the lights, and hope to God nothing ever happens. Well, I hope nothing ever happens. I hope that it doesn't come to a point where I ever have to hurt anybody. But if I have to, to defend my family and their safety, that's what I have to do. And I'm much more prepared. I'm a much better, I'm more confident with a firearm. I'm more confident. I was humbled. I was humbled. Um, but, and I, and I found like even the last couple of weeks, you're right. After going through that, I walk a little different. Yep. I talk a little different. I have a more spring in my step. Even people say, man, you've changed a little bit. Well, yeah, I hope so. You know, I hope that I'm constantly changing and training and and getting better. Yeah, but it was, it was a humbling experience. And as far as the military, I think every person in the United States, including me and my children, should have to go serve in the military. I think when they get out at 18, you go serve one year, two years, whatever, and then you go to college after that. I, you know, and I think in our school systems, they need to go back teaching. I, I have a mentorship here. I currently don't mentor people, anybody. Not a single person pays me for advice outside of here. Um, will I in the future? Yep, yep, probably because I get so many messages. I can't just go and just give away all my time for free. Yep. And I can't. I don't want to not respond. But then when I respond, that hour phone call puts me behind. And I want to be a good person. But going through this mentorship, there's people that haven't been taught anything. I mean, in my mentorship with my team, there's 20. We do life. We talk about credit scores. And what is what is your credit score? Do you know your credit score? Do you know how to read your credit score? Do you have a budget? What's your fixed expenses? What's your variable expenses? Who can live the cheapest in a week? That's always a fun one. The difference between the person that spent $80 in a week and $600 in a week, what did you buy? Well, one had a family, one doesn't. The person that spent 80 used to spend 600, but he went through my course before and we compete. So the guy that spent 80, I said, here's a hundred dollar gift card. We just bought your stuff for the next week. He said, look, I used to go buy the energy drinks. He said, now I drink water. He said, free, free water. Don't pay for water. Um, we talk about uh, finances, health. We have groups that go work out together. We've had people that lost weight. In our mentorship to show you how desperate people are looking for guidance and have dark people get in a place. And I don't never say their name or anything like that, but literally there's a situation where we saved someone's life. Yep. We literally saved their life. And we didn't know till months and months and months later when they told us, you know, so, you know, the difference that we can make in this world is a big difference, but you got to be willing to put yourself out there and take some criticism too. I mean, I, I've taken the criticism. I've had people, you hear Andy Fasella talk about it. So I would never dare steal anything him or, Ryan Sumer to these people I respect. So a lot of stuff I've learned and say, I've, I've, I've learned it from somebody else. Yep. Very few things are unique to me. 
you know, but, uh, but Andy talks about, you know, people making fun of him. Like I've had people say, who do you think you are? Like you're, you're arrogant. I am, you know, okay. Well, I didn't realize that. And that's your opinion. That's okay. And I used to worry about a lot of those things. People, you know, lighting up my DMS and then, or saying things like, who's this guy trying to be Grant Cardone? No, I, I know Grant. I'm a vessel with Grant. I respect Grant, but there's only one Grant Cardone. There's only one Andy Priscilla. There's only one Ryan Stuman. There's only one Sean Whalen. There's only one Daniel Delgado. There's only one me. Yep. Trying to be the best version of me. But Jeff, I want you to be the best version of you. I want Ryan. I want all of our whole tribe to be the best versions of them. When I, when I see y'all win, you and your family win, or you're in that, you know, you go cross country or y'all take your family trips. Man, I just sit back and smile. You know, because I'm happy for people. I'm genuinely happy for other people. And I think if you, you know, genuinely care about other people, happy about other people and put yourself out there and serve others, then things just happen to work out in the, especially in the industry that I'm in. You know, chip shortages help too, right? Because yep. inventory is tough. So now people need now more help than ever. So really it's what fell right into my wheelhouse of serving others mm-hmm. because people need help. And uh, I'm just glad that they think of me. And uh, it's been um, it's been an amazing uh, journey joining uh, Apex and these other groups and serving those people and those people. I mean, I just told you, I had a message from a guy just just a few minutes ago before I came on that has four million followers on Instagram. Yeah. I'm like, I got like six thousand. I'm like, what? You know, like, what? This guy wants to deal with me? Like, are you kidding me? And then when if I serve him, he'll tag me in a post. Like Chase Hero did. Next thing you know, I want to order a TRX. I want to order a TRX. I want to order a TRX. Exactly. So, so you remember Dan Young spoke to us at Apex, right? Yep. Yes. Chase Hero, I didn't get a chance to meet Dan. Loved his talk. Learned a lot. He, I mean, when he got done, I'm like, what, what did he? What that? What is? What's he talking about here? Like you got to. I say when you explain deals and stuff to me, act like you're talking to like a sixth grader. Maybe third, third grader, like dummy this down. And and you heard um, Jeff Ducharme talk about this the other day. He, he did a post. Okay, if I give you money now, how much money could I make? And when am I going to get my money back? What date? So I could put it all in something because I'm a very simple man. Yep. And I, I know for a fact I can lose it all, right? So I want I want stuff explained to me. But anyway, Chase um, tagged me. Dan Young sees it. Send me a message. Hey, Dan, I, I heard you speak at Apex. He's like, what's up, bro? I'm like, hey, that was awesome, man. I want to order white TRX, okay? All I need is you go to RAM, build what you want, or I'm in front of a computer. I'll go through it, and I'll give you suggestions. He said, I want all white loaded red seats, basically no TRX stickers, I don't think, because I'm going to wrap it anyway. Okay. Give me your whatever name of your company you want to put in. This is what we do. All right, your truck's order. I'll have your VIN number tomorrow. I'll keep you updated. Your truck's order. What about money? You need, you need money down? Nope. I do it the old-fashioned way. You're going to buy the truck, right? Okay, I'm going to sell you the truck. That's all we need. He goes, dude, that, you, like, you sold me a truck in five minutes. What about a trade? I'll give you good money for your trade. I'll take trades. Do you need financing? I'll help you with financing. But your truck's four months down the road. Let's worry about that three months from now. You go on and do life. We'll connect back in three months. We'll figure that out. He goes, dude, that was the simplest thing I've ever done. I was like, yep. you're busy, bro. I'm busy. But that all came from, you know, Ryan and and um, another friend of mine connected me with with Chase 
He tagged me to post. Dan Young saw that post. He tagged me to post. Someone saw that post. Yeah. Jason Poston tagged me to post. And then this guy with he's got a million followers. And this guy, four million followers, says, Hey, I want to buy TRX from you. Yes, sir. Here to serve. This is what I need. And there's the process. And I just make it terribly simple on people right. um, to do business. Now tell them if you don't want to buy it, I'll sell it within minutes. So don't right. worry. About it. You know, so don't worry about it. I love it, man. I love it. I've learned so much from you in, in the year, year and a half we've known each other. It's been, it's been a lot of fun, man. It's yeah, been a lot of fun. Like, I feel like I'm known to Smith forever. You know, I tell I know. you, both of us had very attractive wives. We must be good closers, bro, because we did well in that department. We way out kicked our coverage. <laughs> You've got a, a beautiful, smart, genuine lady and i could tell she's a great mom a great wife and uh, i've got one too bro and i think we're either lucky as hell or um that i think that's a reflection of the of the men we are at least i, I hope it is and uh we're, we're two blessed dudes and uh and uh, i'm i'm proud to be the friend of the smiths y'all are just uh they're just amazing people so. absolutely man i'm humbled thank you for your time i appreciate it how can People come find Scott Simons to buy more TRXs or anything. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, uh, I'm on uh, Facebook at Scott Simons. I'm at Instagram at Scott E. Simons. You can find me at Clubhouse. Um, I'm Scott Simons. Um, my email is Scott E. Simons at gmail.com. And uh, just send me a message. Um, I'd be glad to help you any way I possibly can, even if you don't need to purchase a car. If you have a question, my car is making this weird noise or I got this DMV issue or I got this title issue or, you know, how does leasing work? Um, what's going on with this supply chain? I'm thinking about buying a, you know, whatever, they, even if I don't represent it. I have Honda, Nissan, Subaru, Volkswagen, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. We ship nationwide. Um, I also am in real estate. I'm in different deals. If you're a good person and you've got a good deal, and you've got a good track record or good credibility in our networks, then let me know. I mean, I just did that deal with Jeff down in Florida. Uh, I'm looking at six other deals right now. I've got more deals right now than I got idle capital, which is frustrating because I got some really good deals sitting in front of me. But just reach out to me. If you if you see me at an event, you see me at Apex coming up at MDM, but dude, is that going to be amazing or what? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what Ryan's going to do next year. (laughs) You know, I'm bringing a small posse with me and uh, I'm bringing some Arte people and some people that I've been talking about Apex and, uh, you know, uh, that's going to be an amazing event. So if you're at MDM, look me up. I'm an approachable guy. Uh, I'll I'll probably give you a hug. Uh, Most definitely, if you're attractive lady, I'm absolutely going to give you a hug. Uh, (laughs) if, If you're an ugly dude, Probably not. No, I'm scared. <laughs> come up and say hi to me, uh, and uh, we'll sit and chop it up and have some fun. And I'm a practical joker. I like to laugh and smile. So uh, you know, I, I do like to kid around a lot. So I just, you know, I just like to have fun. <laughs> well, I really appreciate your time, Scott. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, and guys, if you're interested in literally anything in the automotive industry, look this gentleman up. And uh, he is also a very astute investor in multiple different 
areas, actually. You're in restaurants and you're in some apartments and some other stuff that the thing he was just speaking about is beach house club thing that they're going to be developing. So he, he's got experience all over the place. And the, one of the things that I think we talk about more than anything is that both of you and I um, like to live broke. So we turn our money into investments as fast as we possibly can. It's a stressful thing. I feel like I'm a daggone squirrel, like on a, you know, trying to grab a nut and I'm on that thing and it's just turning and, uh, it's stressful, man. It is like it's like when I got deals and I categorize those deals, like right now I got more deals and I got idle capital, you know, and it's frustrating, but uh, yeah. that makes me just go, you know, I stick to my main thing, auto industry. Yep. And that feeds everything else that I do. And I love the auto industry. I truly love what I do. I love where I work. I love my life, you know, um, and my life ain't for everyone. I mean, I work every yeah. single day. If I'm here, there's my shirt. I'm at work. Um, when I'm not here, I enjoy life. You know, I do get to travel quite a bit, but no, you, you know, you're, you're exactly right. And everything that you said, and everything that you have brought up and, uh, it's stressful, you know, when you invest everything you've got and you look at your bank account and you're, you know, <laughs> our, our, our wives go, where's the money? Well, yeah, I thought, I thought we were wealthy. <laughs> it's, coming. it's coming, but you know, it's coming. I look at bank account, we're broke. And that, that's part of the deal. That's part of what pushes us. That's, you know, that's part of how we're wired. You know, that same excitement and that same push is what makes us get up every single day. And I hope I never lose that. You know, I, I don't see myself retiring. My wife would probably divorce me, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I'm messy. She's clean. Um, she, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty much, she's not really on social media. She doesn't really like to post. I'm all over social media. I, I'd post my whole life if I, if she wouldn't give me so much crap about it, but, uh, but no, we're, we're fortunate. And I tell you, man, I had a great time. I knew this was going to be fun. I knew we were going to mix it up. You know how much I admire, respect you as, you know, as a, as a, a husband, as a father, as a business person, as a friend. So when you said, Hey man, who would like to come on? I said, me, me, I went on. So anything I could do for you, bro, anything I do for anybody out there, I appreciate you. And uh, thank you for your service, Jeff. Absolutely, man. Thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah, man. Anytime. Anytime. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the show. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. We'll, we'll, we'll see you. We'll see you. on the next episode. Next episode of the Tactical Empire.